0: Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show that's for you. Those that work so hard for your money and you're now ready for your money to start working harder for you today. You're sick and tired of working day in and day out hoping for freedom, but yet never getting it. That is what we're here to do today because you want that freedom today to live that life that you love with those that you love. But I know it's more important to you than just being rich because you want a rich life where you have a greater capacity to bless the lives of those around you. And that is the ripple effect I'm here to create. Thank you for doing your part to create a ripple effect. And thank you for tuning in, binging, and even sharing this episode with others so that my ripple effect can also echo through you and those that you care about the most. As a reminder, guys, if you haven't done this already, please, if you're listening to iTunes right now, go and put a review Hopefully a positive review, but give us a review, like give us a shout out. Tell us, especially if you love this episode, let us know, let everybody else know, because that is the ripple effect we're here to create. If you're watching YouTube, subscribe, like this video, share it with somebody else. So we so appreciate your help and be able to spread this word so that we can create a ripple effect in more lives today, specifically because the show is here to help at least 1000 families become financially independent by the year 2030. That's 1000. And we'd like that to be you as well. All right, guys, so I did a video recently. I definitely recommend checking out on our Money Ripples YouTube channel uh, where I talked about my friend, Sam Prim, who I've actually had on the show before. I've also been on his show where he got ripped into by Dave Ramsey just for a brief moment. They're just going through viral TikTok videos and they found Sam's video about how he's got $25 million of mortgages and he's got 42 million of assets. In fact, let me go ahead and just show you a clip from that. Hey, how amazing would it be if you could create monthly cash flow passive income from making at least double-digit returns on your money and get this, it's only a $1000 or more that you need to invest. Guys, that's exactly what Secured Investment Corp does. They actually do short-term lending to real estate investors that's backed by real estate that you can actually return double-digit returns on. That means 10% or better. It's also IRA friendly. And you can even reinvest those monthly distributions to create compound interest on your money too. If you want to learn more about that, go check out securedinvestmentcorp.com. That's secured, S-E-C-U-R-E-D, investmentcorp.com. He's cash flowing $160,000 a month from that $17 million of equity, really from even using that debt. Now, I know Sam personally... He got this from two ways. He financed this with private money, meaning he'd borrow money from friends or other investors, people like that. And then he also got long-term bank financing. Some people think, oh, he's just flipping and doing stuff. Dave Ramsey, he actually did flipping. This is what got Dave Ramsey in trouble in the 1980s is that Dave Ramsey was flipping properties and he was doing it very aggressively. It was very market-driven, high risk. That's why when the bank said, you know what, Dave. You're 25 years old, 26 years old. You're just a kid. And you've been doing this for a few years. We're just going to shut down your line of credit. We're going to call it due. And that's what put Dave into rebel. And that's what got him. Especially remember, 80s had a high interest rate environment too, higher than today. So when that happened to him, that put him in a world of hurt. That's why he went bankrupt. Sam isn't doing the same thing. He's not turning around and flipping properties, doing quick transactional things. There are people that do that, but that is high risk. Many of those guys that are flippers or had been in, in the 2020s, even up to this point. And then 2022 found out they couldn't keep doing the same business as easily and they had to start adding other parts of their business to keep their business afloat. That is what happened to Dave Ramsey. He did a very different strategy. So a lot of these people are making comments saying, oh, well, he's just doing the same thing Dave Ramsey did and that's risky. Well, not if you're getting long-term fixed interest rate financing, that's not as risky. It's not a line of credit where the banks can say, you know what, we're shutting that down or we're even gonna call that note due. That's not the case here. So very different scenario. Now let's go back to his 160000 a month. That's just servicing his debt that he has left, but he starts to pay for property management. He's still got to pay taxes, insurance, and those kind of things. Let's just say he's making $100,000 a month. Guys, that's about $1.2 million a year. And because he's a real estate professional, because of that tax, that's basically you're a real estate business owner, because as an investor, you're a business owner too, if you have enough properties and enough time that you put into it. Well, guess what? He now gets to keep all, if not most, of that $1.2 million a year. Now, here's the thing. Uh, Dave Ramsey basically just called him a liar. I invite you to see the video. It's pretty funny, okay? Um, I invite you to see the video, but I don't want to get distracted because I want to get to the comments that were down below. So if I go to the same YouTube video that you're watching right here, you'll see as I scroll down, there's a comment right here by at Tommy Beats. By the way, at Tommy Beats got a pretty cool YouTube channel if you like some uh, hip hop and stuff. So here's what he said. And he actually has a very popular mindset that I want to address because maybe you've been dealing with this yourself. Maybe you struggle with this. Maybe you know somebody else who does. But uh, Tommy Beat says, he says, honestly, you could sell the assets and have more money than you know what to do with. Invest in the S&P 500 and you're set. Now, so he's saying, you know what? Get rid of all that debt, cash it out, be debt-free, invest in the S&P 500 and you've got your income stream. Now, remember There's something to understand. If you've been listening to this show long enough, you know that where I might be going with this. Now, we already know the S&P 500 is mediocre returns with high risk. There's a lot of risk there. And remember, you're only supposed to pull out at most 3% a year, not 4%, 3% a year. I'm gonna keep banging this drum over and over because the whole 4% financially independent thing is old hat, right? That's numbers from the 19, it actually was running numbers till 1976. does include almost all the years off the gold standard. So 3%, again, you're living on 3% of that money. Let's pretend that we do that. And then this is what I walked through with him here, right? I said, let's say he did cash it out. Now he's gonna cash out. He's gonna pay real estate commissions. He's gonna be left about 15 million, but then he's gonna get taxed on that 15 million because he's not rolling into more properties. He doesn't have a tax-free transfer. So I said, let's say he only has 10 million left after taxes. You put that in the SP 500 earning 3% a year or pull out 3% a year, I should say pull out 3% a year. That's now 300,000 per year. Now, maybe for, you know, at Tommy Beats, I don't know his situation, but 300,000 a year, even if you do have to, of course, pay taxes on that, which I did make that point, you do have to pay taxes on 300,000 a year. You know, that's a good deal of money. That's better than most Americans today by far. So he's not wrong here. But remember what we had just said earlier is that, again, we're putting this into a place where there's more gambling involved or putting it into a stock market that you have zero control over. You don't have any control over this at all. And instead, you're taking out a real asset to put into fake assets, right? You're really putting into paper assets that really you have zero control versus having a real estate where it's a real asset and you have an element of control when you have those properties. Yes. Is it less passive than just putting in the stock market? Of course it is. In Sam's case here, he's doing more work. But the problem is this, is that you take three hundred thousand a year if you put in the SP five hundred, and you're worried about running out of money. Sam is currently, I would say, at least earning one point two million per year profit on his property. So that's already quadruple the income. But remember, because of his real estate professional status, he doesn't pay taxes on that money, or very little taxes. So let's say say he does pay a little bit on taxes. He still keeps a million dollars a year versus maybe keeping, if you have 300,000, you're getting taxed on each and every year, because you won't be able to roll it into a Roth IRA. You won't be able to do that kind of stuff, right? So if you have, again, 300,000 that you get taxed on per year, let's just say you lose quarter of that, that's 75,000 a year. That means you're left with 225,000 versus having a million dollars a year. That's more than quadruple the income. But remember, there's more. Because as a real estate investor, your rents are not going to stay the same. Rents go up every time that lease renews. So you're going to have now rents increasing, meaning his cash flow increases every year. That does not happen when you're taking out that 3% from the S&P. They're telling you 3% so you don't run out of money sooner than later because inflation is going to kick your butt. Not to mention, you hope you don't outlive that money. So they do kind of factor inflation to some degree, but they're not factoring in a lot. They're factoring in what the government tells you inflation is, not what it actually is. So you're probably pulling out more. That's why I say two to 3% is more realistic, but that leaves you with nothing versus I have real estate, I have real assets, and yeah, I could sell those off at any time. He could also, as a strategy, he could sell off some of those lesser performing real estate properties, sell those off. hit have taxes, yes. But he could still use that money to pay off the other mortgages on the better performing properties and then have those free and clear. And yes, you would still have 17 million of equity, give or take, right? So, my point is this is that Dave Ramsey doesn't even follow Dave Ramsey's own advice. This guy, I mean, as well intentioned as he is saying you can put your money in the SP 500, he's getting those ideas from guys just like Dave Ramsey, who's telling you your secret to success is be debt free live on a budget and stash your money away in the S P 500 into mutual funds. That's what he's been telling you to do for years. And that's what everybody else has been telling you to do. But if you've been listening to the show for more than just a few episodes, you'll know we've already proven the point that there's just not enough. So again, this is not blaming you and you, especially if you think like what this guy is thinking. I'm not even blaming Tommy Beats here. I think Tommy Beats has the point that Dave Ramsey has been shoving down your throat as well as every other financial advisor and financial expert for years. This is not Tommy's fault, just like it's no more your fault than his. That's what you've been brainwashed to believe. The problem with it is it's just not correct, (laughs) okay? Yes, he's right. He could have put that money in the S&P 500. But remember, Sam, for him to get here, he leveraged debt to have this much in assets. It would be ridiculous for him to say, you know what? I want to take a pay cut. I want to reduce my income by only get paid 20 to 25% of what I'm used to being paid on. That sounds ridiculous, but you're debt-free. Yes, but I'm not risk-free because I still have market risk now. Now I don't have the mortgage risk, that's correct, but I now have market risk. And yes, like I said, Sam could pay off of those properties free and clear. His cash flow would not be as high. I pretty much promise you that. Unless he's got some really bad lemons in there, that has a lot of equity, he needs to sell, he could be in a better situation. But more likely than not, he's better off just staying where he's at keep his money reinvesting and building his portfolio and building that bigger and bigger until he gets to the point and says, I'm done. I don't want to be bigger. Here's another key point about being a steward. He wants to be a steward of a lot of these things. I understand that you and probably me, and I know this is me too. I don't want that big of a portfolio, especially with real estate properties like that. Now he's got a lot of multifamily mixed in there. It's not just single family homes, right? But you know, I don't want to have that much in property as well that I'm worried about managing or managing the property manager. That's not my desire. So I'm going to do other types of real estate investments that diversifies myself, other partnerships where I get into lending that I can do with other people. I can do a lot of different things and still get paid great cash flow. But again, I'm going to come back to this point. Dave Ramsey has been telling you that you should put your money back in the stock market. Well, what is Dave Ramsey doing? by his own admission. And if you want to see full interviews, you can watch interviews like with Graham Stephan, where he does an hour long plus interview with Graham. He talks about it. He says, first and foremost, one, his number one investment has been his business. It is no secret that Financial Peace University and all Dave Ramsey's corporations make into the hundreds of millions a year. That has been his number one investment. That's where he's built up his cash, not in the stock market not in real estate, although I'll get to that in a second, but he first and foremost built it in his business. His business is what got him away from his bankruptcy issues, right? He went bankrupt. He had to start over. He didn't really have credit to really do a lot of real estate investing in the beginning. He built a business. He started making more and more in that business. And guess where he invested? In real estate. He owns $600 million of real estate. If what he says is true, he owns $600 million of real estate and he even admits it's free and clear. Well, guess what? Those properties wouldn't be free and clear if he didn't make hundreds of millions of dollars in his financial peace university, telling people to invest in other places like the stock market. Stock market, does he have money there? I'm sure he does. He does admit he has some there, but it's a tiny bit. It's a fraction. He says first business, second real estate, and then he's got playment in the market where he knows he doesn't need to make any money in the market. He doesn't need that money at all. So my big issue is this. My big issue is that He's telling you to invest in places that he didn't even do himself. Yes, he could say, well, I got money in mutual funds. Well, that's not where he did it. And I can tell you from my own experience, the difference between Dave Ramsey and I is that I tell you what I did, right? I told you that I went broke, well, a couple of times, right? But I went broke in the last global financial crisis. I wasn't bankrupt. I didn't go bankrupt like Dave Ramsey did, but it probably would have been easier if I did because I just didn't want people to be left high and dry. I decided I was going to pay back my loans, even how to negotiate on credit cards and things like that, paying back with less of a balance. I still paid off all that debt. I paid back even personal friends and family that I owed money to as well. Now, that took me some time. At the same time, I also had, to, of course, start rebuilding my passive income. How did I do it? Well, first and foremost, I had to make money. When you have no money, and no credit, the best thing you can do, your number one investment is your profession or your job or your mainstream of active income. Your business, your W-2 job, whatever it might be, that is your economic engine. So I focus there first. I made more money there, just like Dave Ramsey did, right? The difference is, I don't say, make lots of money in your business or your job. You know, that's not what Dave will say necessarily. He'll say, yeah, do that. But I'm telling you, that is your number one place to focus first. Second, as you start to build up money, invest it in real assets. That's the second point. Real assets like real estate. Not in the stock market, not gambling in those places. Again, I mean, it's up to you what you decide to do. But to me, that's a high risk, mediocre return environment to put your money into. Like I said, SP has only done like 7.75% in the last 30 years as a true average. That's not a lot where I can make double digit returns in my real estate. Okay. Yes, is there risk still there? You betcha. But I know it's controlled risk because I can still make the decisions. I can't call up Apple and say, hey, guys, I'm not liking what's happened to your stock price. Can you cut it out? No, I got no hope there. I can't do anything. But if I have a property and also the property manager is not doing the right job, I can call the property manager or even fire him and get a better property manager. And that's like my worst case situation, right? That's the situation I don't want. You know, same thing with tenants. You get a bad tenant, doesn't pay, you evict them. And if it's in a better state, you know, there are certain states that are better than others to help evict tenants. You do that. Yes, you don't get paid for a few months, but then you get a better tenant in, and usually you're charging more rent anyways by the time they get in there. Because market rents go up. So uh, anyways, there's a lot of different things that can be done to help really ensure and have control of my investment where I can't do that in the stock market. And so I have more control. I have less risk as a result. I have a real asset that's tangible that will not go to zero, where a stock, you can't say that Bear Stearns wouldn't go to zero, right? Because it did. Those kind of companies. We have that same with en- Enron and other companies too. Would they go bankrupt? Their stock goes to zero. We've seen other companies, even banks, go belly up And go to zero. Now, if you're in mutual funds, you're not going to go to zero, right? Because you're going to have it spread out with lots and lots of different companies, but you're not going to make a lot of money either. So you're not going to make a lot. And therefore, you won't really move the needle to make you wealth. That's why, first and foremost, your job or your profession, your business is number one investment first, find ways to create more value in your job and your business. And then two, buy real assets. And that's what helps you get there. That's what I did, guys. I had to do it twice, but I did it. That's the real secret. Not, Gambling away in the SP 500, that's not the place to be. Your 401k will not save you. In fact, it's the opposite. They don't even produce stock market returns. They get you worse than stock market returns. So your best bet is to do what Dave Ramsey and I have done. I'm just the one telling you to do it that way versus what Dave said. Now, of course, you invest whatever you want. I'm not giving you investment advice. I'm just telling you what worked for me and what worked for Dave and also what worked for Sam Prim, which is why he's the focus of this video as well as Dave Ramsey, right? That's the key. Stop listening to people that's telling you to do stuff that they didn't do themselves. Listen to people that have been there, done that, and still doing it today. I'd like to think I'm that guy. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I say live your life now, not tomorrow. There are some days that I feel like I'm not living my life now, right? I'm sometimes out of integrity there. Sometimes I get caught up because I am working to build this mission that I have, this really this cause I have with Money Ripples. Sometimes it overwhelms me a bit. But I always have to figure out a way to get myself back onto track to make sure I'm ultimately serving you that's what brings me purpose that's why i didn't just retire that's why i'm here with you guys today it's your choice what you do with this information i want you to prosper i want you to progress i want you to live a greater life than just the status quo standard american life i know you can do more than that i know you have a better potential it requires you doing different things with your money questioning everything you've been taught and doing it differently in a way that has actually been proven to work. That is what we teach. You can always find more information on moneyriffles.com. But guys, remember, don't be listening to advice that doesn't serve and it has not actually worked for people. Use the advice that has done. That's the stuff you listen to. That's the stuff you take action on. Make it a wonderful and prosperous week, everyone. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.